Crusaders and welcome to another edition of Batman, the animated series podcast. I'm your host, Alex Robson, and with me as always is my co-host, my brother, comic book artist and writer, and the guy who's got no Batman or a basement. It's Mr. Will Robson. Say hello, Will. <laughs> hello. Well, I have a Batman. Do you have a Batman? I have a little toy Batman, the animated series Batman, and a toy Batman, the animated series Batmobile. You can see it, you see it over my shoulder right now. I think it's right there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, you don't have a basement. I don't have a basement, but I have an attic. I've got Batman in my attic. (laughs) I've got Batman in my attic. I wish I had a basement. This country is just anti-basement because we're obviously a wet country. But in the States, like you buy a house and it's like you get a whole extra floor for free. Yeah. You get to turn into like, this is where the fun activities happen. (laughs) Well, for you, it'd be like a sex dungeon. But for me, it would be like a home arcade. When I was a kid, it wasn't a sex dungeon. It was like where we could History, like... You lived in a basement. <laughs> yeah. The basement was my bedroom. It was amazing. We had a bar. It was basically a place for me and my mates to like get drunk and smoke weed. Like that's yeah. what we did. And have sex. With each other. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All right. Well, this is already weird. <laughs> Let's move on. How's the art life? Uh, I'm, I've been working on uh, my backup story for Outbreaks, which is my comic I launched on Kickstarter back in March. Um, yeah, I've been drawing this noir story called Dead Eye Dick, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I've had you come in, and I, you now have editor credential because I sent you like <laughs> 20 images of the same page until it's, it worked. I literally, after seeing it so many times, I was like, I don't know if my brain is just automatically doing what I told you what was wrong with the page. Or if I've seen it too many times now that like it just kind of blurs, you know what I mean? I saw a lot of them and uh, I was happy to help. I was like at the gym, so in between sets, I was just like (laughs) looking at my phone. I was like, "Mm, still not right. You were right, though. It didn't flow well. And and then, you know, I found a solution and it flows fine now. So yeah, official editing credential in the book. My first editing credential. Exciting. Um, Yeah. So you're doing that. And what do you got next on the docket? Can you talk about it? Well, I was supposed to go off to a convention in Dubai in like a week or so, but that got cancelled. Um, so I'm either going to open up my commissions list or just go on the, the job hunt because I am currently unemployed. That's right. So let's uh, let's find Will some work. Anyone out there, if they've just got some idea they want to throw at him, no matter no. what... <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> Ever. Even if it's a bad idea, just send it to him and he'll do it. Especially like, if it's a bad idea, I will definitely he'll not draw- do it. He loves drawing bad ideas. He just <laughs> loves it. <laughs> I love drawing for other people's ideas. And he doesn't life. He doesn't want any creative input. He just None. wants to be told what to draw yeah. exactly frame for frame. And, and then I want you to tell me what you want me to draw and I'll draw <laughs> it exactly the way you asked for it. And then I want you to change your mind once you see it. <laughs> And then change it to something completely different, but pay me the same amount of money. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, all right. So, you know, plug your socials, bud, that people will start messaging you. <laughs> My socials are at Chef Alex Robson. <laughs> and what's the Batman one? Uh, at B-T-A-S pod one. Mm, nope. <laughs> well, you forget. I say it every episode. Uh, Batman... Was- T-A-S pod. Correct. One. Well, that's on Twitter. That's a terrible handle, bud. That's on Twitter. All the rest of them are Batman T-A-S pod, which is not a bad handle. Batman T-A-S pod. You can say Batman T-A-S podcast. No, can't fit. Cannot fit. 
If you want to do a Cape Capers? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Showtime. The Joker's escape from Arkham Asylum, Robin. All work and no play, you know? It's going to be one of those nights. I don't have time for jokes. Hey, no problemo, Batman. Quiet. Come on, let's do a pizza run. You don't touch anything, say anything, or do anything unless I tell you. Got it? Relax. You've had a busy day. Okay, this week's Cape Capers has been written in by listener John Sherwood. John has said, It's Battle of the Bands in Gotham, and the Penguin reunites the Birdles. Batman finds out about this and enlists the help of Elvis Al Ghul and Michael Jokerson to rival them. He also brings Alfred along because he's a music fan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little I love music, Sal. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, first of all, you, I, I'm thinking Batman's in the Batcave and he's just like, little dick. <laughs> little dick. <laughs> little dick. <laughs> sir, sir I, I, I'm afraid that Master Grayson is not here this evening. He's got a prior engagement. Oh, yeah, Alfred, what are we doing, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Crack open the shit. Yeah, let's have an old school movie night, bud. Maybe we'll watch some old con. You want to watch Dave Matthews Live at Central Park, bud? <laughs> He's already, he's already smoking a joint. Yeah. <laughs> so how'd you get that? Well, you know, I can't smoke it around the kid, you know. It's in not the a, belt. Not a good look. This is Batcave only type stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lace with guano. All right, so... Oh, puff pass, Alfred. Puff, puff pass. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so, sir, I, 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 as much as your movie night does sound intriguing, I, I kind of want to go to where Master Dicky Dick has gone because he's what? actually... <laughs> Master Dicky Dick. That's what my nickname is for him. No, he's a... I understand that. That makes total sense to me, Alfred. <laughs> the fact that he's gone for the, you want to go to where he is? That's not what I want to do at all. Well, it's, uh, I, you, as you know, sir. Here we go. Pa, pa, pa. Right, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> as you know, sir, I'm a big music fan. I love to, you know, get down. I like to groove. I like and to get down as well, Oh, that was a big hit, sir. All right. There's nothing left for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should not. My lung power is crazy. <laughs> it's all wet. I am Batman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your lips are wet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, sir, I was thinking we could um, enlist the help of some of your musical idols, as in you had a good time when you went to the desert and you met Elvis Al Ghul and, you Greatest. know, played... Act of all time, Alfred. So good. You said the League of Shadows had voices that of angels. Yes, the choir of the League of Shadows is astounding. You gotta hear it, Alfred. And I thought Michael Jokerson, you know, he's got some moves. He could be out there doing the cha 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 You know, all of that stuff, sir. Sure. I'm baked <laughs> as hell, Alfred. I don't know what we're doing. Let's get the band together, baby. <laughs> all right, so they get to Battle of the Bands. I love that are... Batman is just super baked this whole time. <laughs> And he, well, he did it to avoid hanging out with Robin, yeah. and now he's going to hang out with Robin. Alfred, what are we? Why is Robin here? <laughs> oh, he's really gosh. harsh in my buzz. Oh, so I've explained it so many times. Listen, <laughs> you and Elvis Al you've got an act, okay? Oh my God, act. Alfred, it's Elvis Al <laughs> I'm hey, such hey. a big fan. Hey, detective. Hey, hey, baby. Uh, Hi, baby. <laughs> you, you, you smell like a skunk, baby. 
All right. Here we're, we're going to do. We're going to go with that stick. marijuana. <laughs> I, I got it from Poison Ivy. It's the stickiest of it. <laughs> She's just a drug dealer. <laughs> I just love that Poison Ivy. He's like, is at the club, just dealing out like baggies yeah. left, right, and center. Okay, so the Birdles, you suddenly, like, it's interrupted, like, and now welcome to the stage, the Birdles! What was the Hello, song? Hello, everybody! <laughs> We're the Birdles! My name is, is Dickie Dick, and uh, <laughs> this, this is my, this is my uh, accompaniment, uh, the Penguin. Your um, accompaniment? This is a full-on band, baby. <laughs> We're all individuals, but we all come together just to play at the Birdles, baby. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's right, and then also the Riddler. Greetings. That's it. That's it. <laughs> the riddle. All right. It's in the name, but okay. Riddle be this. Shut up. <laughs> that's terrible. We're gonna cut that one out. Uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay, everyone. Uh, three, three. I mean, I'm two. Uh, no, one. <laughs> Go! <laughs> the band's like, when are we playing? Hey, right, hey so... we're the Birdles. We're just birdling around. <laughs> we're just flying through doorways. And we're not making a sound. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is our group. And so, Rachel Ghoul, I mean, Elvis Al Ghoul and Batman. I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure that was a monkey song, not a Beatles song, baby. <laughs> also, Michael Jackson just didn't make it. No, <laughs> we don't like. That. We don't like that character at all. <laughs> I feel like we've got to change that. Soon. Well, you know what? The Joker. They say there's like he has many faces, so he, we can change him up. Right. Because I too am done with Michael Joker. I don't yeah. think he's funny, and he's connected to quite a problematic person. So yeah. we're gonna move on from that character. Yeah. Have I ever told you how I got this nose job, baby? <laughs> <laughs> And we're moving on from that character. (laughs) He's cancelled. He's cancelled. Yeah, there'll be another Joker in the mix soon. Alright, it's just you and me, detective. Here we go, baby. We're gonna rock this. Don't worry, I'm the only goddamn act you need for this. I'm the original. I'm gonna rock the house. You can't have a leak without shadows, if you know what I mean, baby. I... I don't know what you mean, but that sounds pretty fucking cool. How many joints have you had, detective? (laughs) That's a lot of joints. This many. (laughs) That holds up his gauntlets. (laughs) (laughs) How many spikes are on my gauntlets? That's how many joints I've had. Actually, the joints are just in his gauntlets. He's just hitting them out. He's them out the joints. (laughs) Everyone was like, is that Batman getting high? (laughs) No, I'm just a guy dressed as Batman getting high. Don't worry about it. You know, Detective, when I trained you and I wanted to show you how to use those gauntlets, I never thought that you'd put marijuana cigarettes in there, baby. That's well, that's because you wanted me to put opiates in it, because you're a freaky boy, Elvis. But... <laughs> Brucey, don't clown that way, baby. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring out the Al Ghul, if you know what I'm saying. Let's do it. I can't wait, Alfred. Are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I'm here. Hello. Um, Where'd you yes. get that Elvis t-shirt? That rules. <laughs> Don't worry, sir. I got one for you as well. I am the best, Alfred. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a member of the League of Shadows, it says on it. <laughs> okay, so they go out on stage. I mean, they're just going to rock the house, right? Oh, they're yeah. just going to totally bring down the Well, we've the house. done I'm Caught in the Pit, so what's another big, fat, classic Elvis song? 
Well, you're a big Elvis fan, so... Yeah, I really like... I just like 70s Elvis when it comes to, like, big songs, because it's... Well, I think 70s Elvis, his outfit is Rachel Ghoul, right? Yeah. It's just not green and yellow, it's white, but you That's change the colours, he looks like Rachel's outfit. Okay, uh, well, actually, you know what one of my favourites is? Such a Night. It's, like, my favourite Elvis song in the world. It's at the end of uh, <laughs> an old movie called 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Oh! And Kurt Russell sings it at the end of the movie as the credits roll. And it's great because I'm right, take, totally take it away. in love with Kurt Russell. Take anyway. it away, Raish. Ooh, it was a fight. Ooh, I want to fight. It was, it really was such a fight. <laughs> Ooh, the fight was bright. Ooh, what a fight it was, it really was such a fight. The robin was kicked square in the nuts. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh they exploded and they turned to dust. Batman's, like, Batman's not even on the stage. <laughs> he's just smoking weed yeah. in the back. Like, he's oh, like, talk about his little dick. <laughs> okay, baby. A little dick. Ooh, a little dicky dick. Little dick, little dick. You gotta change your ways. Join the Batman back, because you are Robin, yeah. Don't <laughs> fall in love with these bad guys, no. Because you deserve to be a friend, not a foe. Hey. Batman's like, well, that's really speaking to me, man. <laughs> Alfred's, Alfred's there. They're wearing the same T-shirts. Yeah. They're just smoking in the back. Robin. Batman, you're here. Robin. Batman. Robin. It's a bit of a delay, Batman. <laughs> Dick. Yes, Batman. <laughs> the power, the true power of, what's his name? Rachel Elvis. Is that what we're saying? Rachel Elvis, Elvis Alcool. I can't remember what he said. Elvis Alcool. <laughs> his words, they spoke to me. How about you come back to the Batcave and I'll introduce you to a new friend of mine called Mary Jane. That's Spider-Man, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's how innocent I am. Well, we'll be shooting some sticky wicky webs if you come back with me, baby. (laughs) Alfred's just taking bong hits. (laughs) I'm (laughs) off my kite, sir. (laughs) Listen listen to the Brahms, like, hey. (laughs) Oh, God. Whoa, Alfred, you just smoked that lace with angel dust. Oh, dear. <laughs> Alfred's then, going to get shit-faced tonight. And then maybe someone can write another scenario, which is <laughs> Alfred and Batman are off their face, like fear and loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> style. <laughs> and Robin has to save them. You know, Robin is um, uh, Toby uh, Maguire at the beginning of that movie, <laughs> sitting in the car. Like, I don't think this is a good idea, guys. <laughs> This is Spider-Man. Just Batman and Alfred in the back with like a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weird funny glasses and the hats. Oh, that'd be yeah, amazing. Alfred would definitely be Johnny Depp's character and then Batman would definitely be Benicio Del Toro's yes, character. Yes, 100%. I love that. All right. So if you enjoy this podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever you're listening to us on right now, as it helps us back grapple up the charts and attract both new listeners and guests. And if you leave a review, we'll read it out on the pod at the end of each episode. And most importantly, please subscribe or follow us if you have not already, as that helps us grow and gets even closer to being able to monetize this content. Also, go follow us on social media at Batman TAS pod on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere but twitter which is at batman tas pod one and that's because why because we are the number one batman the animated series podcast baby oh yeah.
you goddamn right. And in the description of this episode, you'll find a tip jar where you can give us any amount of money you can afford to give if you so wish. As we are billionaire playboy philanthropists, any amount you can afford to give us is not necessary, but always greatly appreciated. And finally, you can follow me everywhere at Chef Alex Robson, and you can follow Will on his socials to stay up to date what he's working on now and get a glimpse into the way day of a comic book artist and writer. Will, where can our listeners find you? Anywhere at Robson Inc. And that's Robson I-N-K. That's right. All right, we're going to go into our casting call where we cast a character in the Batman the Animated Series universe in our live-action fan cast universe, and it's modern day, so we can't cast the Penguin as someone like Bob Hoskins, who's no longer with us, but would have been too old even if he was. Not a great Mario either, but anyway, this isn't the Bob Hoskins casting call. This is the casting call for the Penguin from the Animated Series. So, Bud, I'm going to let you go first. Who do you have as your casting choice for the Penguin? I'm very happy with my casting choice, and it came to me instantly when I was watching this episode. And I was like, yup, that's it. I'm hands down convinced about this guy playing the Penguin. Because what I like about the Batman the Animated Series Penguin is he's kind of a posh man. Yes. Isn't he? But he's still little. Yes. Um, They still sort of make him look, you know, a bit different, a bit funky looking. Just a a bit obscure looking is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I was like, in my head, I was like, who is somebody who's posh, little, obscure looking? It's me. No, not that's not the I'm choosing. (laughs) Um, softly softly spoken as well, I think. Yes, exactly. And just someone you could see being like, unhand me, you dolt, and all that type yes. of stuff. Yeah. So the actor I chose is an actor called Toby Jones. We've This is the first time it's happened on this podcast. We've oh, really? chosen the same actor! Oh. Ding, 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 ding! Well, that's He's perfect. Great. He's absolutely perfect for this style of the Penguin. Agreed. I could just see him telling off, like, all... Like, you know, like I said, I'm you, Dalton, saying all of his like little sayings and stuff. I just I think can he's perfect. see him with the makeup and in that costume, the top hat, the umbrellas. Yeah, I can see him delivering those like quite eloquent, well-spoken pieces of dialogue that the Penguin does in this show. And for anybody who doesn't know who Toby Jones is, he is uh, in Captain, Captain America. America. First Avenger, and then he becomes back in Winter Soldier as the computer. What's the name? Is it? Is that Modok? No, no it's um. Z- oh, it does begin with a Z. Because and it's from Castaway from Dimension Z, isn't he? He's that guy. Yes, yeah. So it begins with a Z. But anyway, he's the one who's like, "Time is up, Captain," and then the missile comes in. Yeah, I recently stuff. I recently saw him in the Tetris movie where he that where he kept fresh in my mind from there. You know that movie sucks. Um, apparently he's going to be in this new Indiana Jones movie, so I think he'll probably be a little German talking to Indiana probably. Jones, yeah? Yes, he probably Because he does will. look a bit like the guy from the first um, Indiana Jones, the other German with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, like he gets, he's like... Oh yeah, he's the, running, he's the yeah. auctioneer. He's the auctioneer, he's, that's who he is. Yeah. Uh, he that's played right. Captain Mannering in the Dad's Army movie, which I never saw. Wow, no, I've never seen that either, but that makes a lot of sense. Uh, he's perfect for the Penguin. This absolutely version. perfect, and I'm glad, yeah. yeah. He's in Hunger oh, Games as well, apparently. I'm really just... glad, because when I chose him today, I was like, I'm going to fight for this dude, because he is the perfect casting for this Penguin. And the fact that you've chosen that and felt that way as well is just great. So that's locked in. That's easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nod, mm. nod. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, swiftly moving on then. Should we get into this episode review? Let's do it. Hey, 
All right, this episode is titled I've Got Batman in My Basement. It came out on the 30th of September, 1992, directed by Frank Parr, who we've just had on our last episode, so go check that out if you have not. The story by Lauren Bright, teleplay by Sam Graham and Chris Hubble, animation by Dong Yang, who had previously been the animation company to episodes that we've reviewed, which were Nothing to Fear, The Forgotten, and Two-Face Part 2. Featuring voice actors, Kevin Conroy as Batman Bruce Wayne, uh, Matthew Brooks as Sherman, Adam Carl as Nick, Lindsay Krause as Mrs. Grant, Richard Gilliam as Frank, Denise Marco as Roberta, Rob Paulson as Jay, and Paul Williams as the Penguin. Honorable mentions, as always, uh, we've mentioned Lauren Bright before on this pod. Uh, Lauren wrote POV and Be a Clown. Writers Sam Grain and Chris Hubble wrote just this one episode for Batman the Animated Series. No other credits in this show. Their other writing credits, however, include The Little Mermaid movie, Robocop, Alpha Commando, and Beetlejuice the cartoon. Adam Carl, the voice of Nick, plays Donatello in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze movie. Moozy. 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 The Moozy. Ah, yeah, Ro- Zamuzi. And then also, uh, I, I'm sure you probably recognized him. One of Joker's goons, his name is Jay, is played by Rob Paulson. Oh, yeah, I heard it a mile away. Yeah, he's a very recognizable voice actor playing voices. Like... I mean, one of the Penguin's goons. You said Joker's yes. goons. Oh, sorry. Got Joker on the brain for some reason. Famously voicing Pinky in Pinky and the Brain, Yakko in Animaniacs, Hydro Man in Spider-Man the Animated Series, and just about any voice in anything from the 80s to now in cartoons. One of the most recognizable cartoon voices ever. When you hear it, you just know it. Absolutely. And finally, Paul Williams, who plays the Penguin, is not well known as an actor, although he's popped up in films like The Princess Bride 2 uh, and other things like that. But what he's most famous for is songwriting, bud. So I thought... You would find this interesting. He wrote the lyrics to several songs in the Muppet Christmas Carol. So, oh, yeah. Including, we're Marley and Marley. That's written by the Penguin. Isn't that crazy? That's fun. And I, bet you, also, I bet your mind blew up when you saw that. I did, yeah. Uh, also, he wrote Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie, which is a very famous Muppet song. But for other bands, he wrote Rainy Days and Mondays and We've Only Just Begun by The Carpenters. He wrote all three of those songs. We've only just begun. He wrote that song? Paul Williams wrote that that song. (laughs) Uh, And finally, the other song that he wrote that's well known is an old-fashioned love song by Three Dog Night that is also written by The Penguin. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. So we've only just begun. I don't know if you can turn that into a penguin song. We've ah. only just penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love the confidence. Like I, I'm a white, I'm a white person, and like I feel like every white guy or woman is born with like a carpenter's vinyl under their freaking armpit. Well, there we go. If we ever get the chance to speak to Paul Williams, we'll be like, yeah, Penguin's cool, but let's talk about the Carpenter song. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can see you totally, like, bombarding it and be like, yeah, anyway, so I like music a lot. Let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. Next up, our utility belt of fun facts. Not a lot for this episode, but some that I thought were worth mentioning. The production team regarded this as the worst episode of the entire series. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. The uh, It seems that we enjoy the ones that people hate, but anyway, we'll get into it. 
This series creators weren't quite sure what to do with the Penguin. Initially, they thought of him as a cerebral sort of villain who relied on his wits rather than his fists. They considered turning him into a bird-loving Norman Bates-style mama's boy, always under the thumb of his overly protective but unseen mother, which would have mm, been I very... I like that. Very interesting. Very weird, but that might have worked, um, depending on how they did it. Look, the, pe- the Penguin is always open to interpretation. There's a, yeah. so many different styles of penguins out there. There are. You, yeah, you're right. More than like the Joker, or maybe rivaling the Joker's different interpretations. But yeah, there are quite a few if you count TV shows. Uh, these plans were scrapped after the theatrical release of Batman Returns in 1992, and the animated Penguin was retooled to more closely resemble the live-action film's Penguin. Bruce Timm even visited the set to sketch Danny DeVito in full costume for That's this so show. That's so cool. So he originally was supposed to look like the comic version, which eventually the Penguin does become in this show when they do the reanimation. Yeah. Um, the revamp. He looks more like that, like, you know, like almost like Burgess Meredith from Batman 66. But I feel like he's a bit half and half in the animated series, don't you think? Like, there's clearly an influence from Batman Returns. Well, he's got but... the flipper hands, for one. Yeah. Very Danny DeVito. He does have uh, the flipper hands, but I don't I don't mind the flipper hands. I just like that he has a monocle and a fag hanging out of his mouth. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's and like and a top hat. Like that's And he does have the same costume, really. He's got that like one that like almost like jumpsuit, but it looks like it's this stained, like yeah. gross brown that was probably once white. And he's, he's got like a posh vernacular as well. Like Yes. I yeah. love this voice for the penguin, and I love the way he speaks. And I love the words that he chooses to say in sentences. Like it's, he's a fun version of this character. He is. And I like him way more in this show. I'm so glad they chose that style and not with Danny DeVito. I personally love Danny DeVito's performance as the Penguin in Batman yeah. Returns. It's its own thing. And he totally owns it. We love Danny DeVito. Because we love Danny DeVito. Amazing. Exactly. But I'm so glad someone didn't try and rip that off for this show. Just like when, when Hamill came on board, they were like, we don't want you to do Nicholson. We want you to do your own Joker. You yeah. know? And I love that. So Bruce Tim has said of this episode, I can't even watch that episode. It's the epitome of what we don't want to do with Batman. Uh, strangely enough, kids like it. The script came in and it was terrible. Normally, I tell the director to do what he can to make it more interesting. And nobody could figure out a way to make it more interesting. The storyboard artist didn't care either. And it shows. Damn. Damn. More facts. Nick is named after Alan Burnett's son, Nicholas, who's one of the bullies, which I found weird because yeah. why would you be like, you know, <laughs> Nick, my son, Nicholas, I'm going to name you in this show. Great, Dad. Is, am I going to be like a character that Batman saves? No, you're going to be a bully. That, yeah, but uh, he is a bully that ends up becoming a good guy, though, right? I, does he, though? Yeah, at the end, they're like, sure thing, boss. Yeah, they're basically like... They're thugs in training, right? They're thugs in training. They literally just fought the Penguins thugs, and now they're becoming the thugs that they fought. Yeah, this kid could easily grow up to be one of Batman's arch nemesis. Oh, dude, okay, I, I have the same thought. I, I thought, okay, this this kid, first of all... Maybe he, makes... he did take a peek at who was under there, and he's kept it a secret for a long time. Oh, I love that! Okay, here's what I was thinking. The DCAU 
I'm surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised this character never came back because this this episode is mostly hated by a lot of people. But imagine bring this character back in like the comics now, and he's grown up, yeah, and he knows and he's, Batman is Bruce, and Wayne. he knows Batman's Bruce Wayne. But he's also obsessed with the idea of having Batman in his basement. Yeah, he's just cra- He's just so focused about that day. The kid made gunpowder in his basement. He's a psychopath. Yeah, like his mom was like, "You making gunpowder again? What fucking kid is making <laughs> gunpowder?" Yeah, like no, yeah. he's a he's a nutter. And I was thinking he like has he tries to capture Batman and like bring him down in the basement, and like chain him up. And he's like, I'm going to keep you here. Like, you know, this is where this was the day that my life changed. But well, like a maybe, 10 Cloverfield Lane type situation. Yeah. Or like that show that we watched with Steve Carell as a therapist being chained up by his right, yeah. patient and whatever. Um, I just thought that would be so great to revisit it. And he's a fucking he's a nutter. And he like knows who batman is chains him up in the basement and like batman's like yeah he's like what is going maybe, on maybe he leaves the door open he's like if you leave i will let everyone know that batman is bruce wayne dude this is such a great story i love this so much it's like oh you're free to go but just to let you know like i will reveal i know you're bruce wayne secret Ooh, that's juicy that's juicy i yeah, love that i like that and i like that yeah the style like you said of that show with steve carell yeah no that's fun that's kind of like what the Marvel movies are trying to do, where they take like old stuff that like didn't work, and they're like, "Now it's cooler, right, guys?" Yeah. But sometimes yeah, it gets even worse, like Modok, where everyone's like, "Oh <laughs> yeah. God, no, put it back in the box." <laughs> yeah, I just think that would be really cool to do something like that with uh, Sherman. I think, yeah, Sherman's his name. Yeah. Also, did you realize that like he, that Sherman says like I know it's no Batcave, but it's you know it's the best I got because like he his basement is clearly his like Batcave that he's made after Batman. So, yeah. so the Batcave is public knowledge. Like everyone just knows. Like, also, it's weird, right? We, like you said, now it's getting confusing because we had an episode before where a guy was like, "He does exist." To then, like, yeah, but maybe the Batcave was something that people were like could have said about him. But in, why? As like conjecture for like you know, oh, this is like he lives in a cave, right? Because he's a bat. But then, if the Batcave is public knowledge. People should just go spelunking all around Gotham because they will eventually bump into the back <laughs> cave, right? And they're like, hmm, old Wayne Manor's built on top of a large cave system. <laughs> I see a lot of bats flying around Wayne Manor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Bruce is like, no. I also love when he mentioned he said it's no back cave. Batman looks around like, where the fuck am I? This like middle class dingy shithole. He's like, you're damn right, Snowball. That was game. a bit harsh. <laughs> well, he just looks around like he looks around like maybe I've watched too much Succession recently. But yeah, you have been. That's quite a, <laughs> a Logan Paul thing to say. He's just looking around like he gives his face like, where am I? This place looks gross. Oh, he's like drugged out, right? Like I liked, I did like the um the short uh, the shot choices for Bruce. I mean Batman. Because, like, he's always just, like, crashed out on the sofa. Like, he looks a bit like Weekend at Bernie's, don't you think? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just the way he's, like, slumped in the... There's one particular shot where they come down and Batman's, like, full-on slumped in the chair. Did you notice in that shot, the two kids, the bullies, they nestle their heads on Batman's chest as as Sherman and Roberta are coming down. And then when they come down, they're like, oh... And they like move up. There's this weird little bit of animation no. where where they're just like, ah, I just want to cuddle on Batman. <laughs> I just want to be held by a real man. <laughs> well, you know what? It, you know, it could be even sadder. It could be like they get no love from their actual father, and they just want to feel what it likes to have actual affection from an adult male. Well, that's some dark stuff. And that's right, how yeah. they grew up to be thugs. Yeah. 
And did you notice the plot of this episode at the end is very much Home Alone with like the oh yeah, but I thought that was fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's cool, and it's cool that he took Batman's belt off to like booby trap the house. But again, it's not like even Kevin McAllister didn't have fucking landmines in the steps. You know what I mean? Like this kid is using some dangerous tech from Batman's belt. And he also took it off with ease. I was like, that thing is booby trapped up the wazoo. And he's Mm -hmm. just like, let's just take this off. And nope, I'm going to booby trap my house. He must've been written off like a Kevin McAllister, right? Yeah. He's definitely got a McAllister feel to it. Uh, And even his mum, like when she finds out she's all mad and then she sees Batman and then he like he tries to get his mum laid. He's like, Batman, oh. you single, bro? <laughs> that was fucking jokes. That really cracked me up. The fact that he's like, what, mum? I'm trying to get you laid, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's the freaking Batman <laughs> in my basement. He, if you play your cards right, he could be in yours, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Ever heard of the Batcave, mum? <laughs> We're going to go spelunking in yours today. Oh. <laughs> That's her son. <laughs> I'll watch. <laughs> I make gunpowder. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> I have mommy issues. Dead bun. Batman nudges him. He's like, who doesn't? <laughs> uh, so I've seen this episode maybe twice in my life because mm-hmm. I never saw it as a kid. I watched it when I bought the DVDs in my early 20s and we were watching it together. And I remember watching it like back then and just been like oh this is a bad episode because i was so focused on wanting to watch the good stuff so i just disregarded it so today when i was going to watch it i was like all right here we go this is going to be maybe the second or third time i've ever seen this episode and it was not as bad as i thought it was going to be no it was it's but that's great. probably why though right because we knew yeah. going in like oh this is known as the worst episode of batman the animated series same as we did with um the Underdwellers. We were like yeah. going in being like, this is going to be crap. Um, but, you know, that's the power of the show is even their worst episodes are still not bad. I agree. Then I don't think that it deserves so much hate. And especially poor old Frank Parr. Both those episodes are directed by him, right? And he, I think he did a great job. Like, I thought the animation was pretty good in this in this episode. Like, some was a bit weird. No, but... I liked it a lot. I really liked when Penguin uh, frees himself uh, from being wrapped up and he like slices down it and yeah yeah, it's good animation yeah the uh i felt the faberge egg heist at the beginning felt very wallace and gromit with like yes you know like the little crane arm coming in trying to grab it and like not set off the alarms um i love how on theme batman's villains are sometimes when they're like "Ah, i'm going to steal something an egg of course because i love birds (laughs) batman looked really fucking cool in the moonlight when he like busted those guys on the rooftop and he even says like oh it was one of the dopest lines in batman the animated series because they're like it only took five minutes and he's like that'll get you five years yeah behavior no he goes that'll give you five years and then they pause with good behavior behavior. and i was like oh yeah batman yeah so that's um love that but all of a sudden a fucking vulture like digs its claws into him knocks him down he must have been thinking like what the fuck right like he must have been like what the fuck is going on like we got gotham as vultures now like also when did everyone in gotham become a bird expert the kid snatches his goggles and looks through them and he's like hey it's a hawk and then he's like that's not a hawk that's a vulture and everyone's like no vulture what's that doing in gotham city i would have fucking punched that kid for saying it like (laughs) that because it was so pretentious he's like that's no hawk that's like a south american vulture and he says it in a way i'm like dude you're gonna 
going to get bullied. Yeah. Like, no one knows that. Also, it's hilarious that the clue left behind was Birdseed. And it just seems like yeah. Gotham has... They have a factory for everything. Because I can see Batman later on, like, in the cave, where he's just like, no, Alfred, it's not a pet shop. And he's like, okay, it's a, it's a, maybe it's a park. Like, a public park where, like, old people feed birds. That's where I go during the day. And he's like, no, fucking loser. It's obviously a bird Such seed factory. old man thing to do, Alfred. <laughs> Are you trying to die, Alfred? <laughs> it just ends up being a bird seed factory. Like, what? Of course. What? Genius detective work. It's so on theme, Alfred. <laughs> so on theme. It makes my job so much easier. Fabergé egg stolen. It's going to be the penguin. Two of them stolen. It's Two-Face. Come on. Get with the program, Alfred. Seems like it's pretty easy to be the Batman, sir. You want to do it, mate? You want to do it? Oh, dear. Birthday clown. Obviously the Joker. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Oh, I, I wouldn't have got that one, so good job, Alfred. <laughs> that could have been anybody. Uh, also, the bullies are trying to insult Sherman by calling him Sherwood or Sherlock, and I'm like, none of those are insulting. Especially Sherlock. He wants to be a detective. So I'm like, I'd be like, thanks, guys. Like, that's a really mm. nice thing to say. And they're like, no, we meant that as an insult. Uh, when we first meet the penguin, he comes out of the ground through a trap door and he opens his mouth and I'm like, all right, what's the first thing the penguin is going to say on this show? I can't wait to hear it. And he goes, <laughs> and just makes this bird noise. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Because he talks to his birds. But that's the first thing that we hear the penguin say. It's just <laughs> he raises and it's like shot underneath his chin. So you see his giant nose and his fat cheeks. And he's just like, squawk. Oh, I thought that was so funny. Uh, did you notice that Sherman clearly hit the off switch on the conveyor belt and it started moving when he turned it on? No, it literally I says didn't. on and off, and he goes off and it starts moving. Also, like they like accept their fate that they're going to get crumpled by that machine, but wouldn't you risk jumping off the side anyway? Like, there's no way I'd be sit there and be like, "All right, I'm just going to let my legs slowly get eaten by this machine and watch yeah. that, and then eat up my fucking junk and watch that." Then all of my guts and organs, and then I'll die. No, you just jump off and risk breaking your fucking leg. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. You see what that machine did? All it did was take bags of bird seed and crush them. What What's are we doing, doing here, guys? <laughs> are we packing seeds into bird seed bags and then exploding them? Like, is this a racket? What is going on? It's probably why the bird seed factory is closed down because <laughs> they had the shittest system ever. You're Dude, supposed no to put them that. into bags, not take them out. <laughs> oh no! ruined <laughs> i put all my money into this <laughs> what do you mean to explode them out of the bags <laughs> oh brother oh god maybe hopefully a villain will just take this over and make my life easier i'll claim on the insurance money yeah you wonder who that could be yeah black man walk uh, dude uh, the penguin <laughs> When the kids are trying to start the Batmobile, they select a bunch of different weapons that it has. And most of them, like, made sense. But there's one button that reveals, like, ten long-range missiles. And I'm like, <laughs> god damn, Batman, what the fuck are you going to do with those? Like, that could destroy the entire city if he let those yeah, off. Aliens invade, you might need to blow them up. <laughs> oh, he's, like, he's like, Alfred, if I ever die in battle, release the rockets and wipe Gotham off the map. <laughs> like, there's no hope for it. <laughs> if I'm gone, might as well blow it up, Just baby. Put it to the ground. I learned that from the League of Shadows, actually. <laughs> Not a bad tip. And then when Sherman's driving the Batmobile, he sends one of the goons like flying through a window. 
whilst he's probably going like 60 miles per hour. So that dude is straight up dead. Like he goes straight through a window. And then that kid, like, we already have established Sherman's a murderer because the next thing he's like, okay, I'm just going to keep on telling Roberta to like floor it. And he even tries to like take out the penguin with like a fire escape. And if the penguin doesn't fly away in his umbrella, that would have killed the penguin. I'm like, this little 12 year old psychopath is out for blood. Should have made more gunpowder. <laughs> Ma. I'm a child of divorce and I have an estranged father. So I, I got men. <laughs> I got Batman in my basement so he can fuck my mother. Oh, it's very Norman Bates, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. Like a strange father and like little psycho and his mum is maybe his mum isn't even alive. Maybe she was like some figment of imagination. I thought his mother was quite fit. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to be like and cut that <laughs> I'd put Batman in her basement if you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh amazing so Kevin Conroy does like the funniest groan sound when Batman wakes up in the basement and just reminded me that he does so many of those moans in this show I'd love like a compilation of all of them because he's like <laughs> when he wakes up he's like oh. <laughs> weekend at Bernie's pose <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see that like try and go through it and find it it's so funny also sherman like drowns him by force feeding him water like batman even chokes on it he's like here you go batman have a drink he's like <laughs> he's just like shoving water down his throat he's like uh, batman down the basement that's another scenario he's like no no batman down here <laughs> is that a midwestern accent down there <laughs> Yeah, we just moved into town. Me and my ma. Our dad left us out in Minnesota, don't you know? But no Batman down here at all, no. But the Batmobile is parked right outside. Oh, is it? Well, that, no. That's my dad. That's his car. He bought it. He's visiting. No Batman down here. Why are you in my basement? Batman's like, why am I in your basement? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, did you notice that Sharon had a wanted poster of the Joker in his basement as yeah, well? Yeah, that's like a kid with a, like, you live in Gotham City where a no maniac, like, murders people and is a killer, a literal killer clown. Killer. I know. And you're that like, would be like having, like, what is the face? Uh, John. John killer. Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. That'd be like having a poster of him and be like, ha I love Gotham. Yeah, but you know? if he was still like active, you know, like that's yeah. the difference. It's like John Wayne Gacy was caught and put and arrested. But imagine if he was like, yeah, just known at large serial killer like John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> You're like, got to have his mugshot on my wall. <laughs> I love this town. I just love all of the rogues. I love Batman. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. I laughed really hard when Batman clearly says capsule to the kids referring to the antidote for mm -hmm. the gas and the kids are like what no you're not captured batman and i thought it'd be jokes if he continued he's like no you don't cure for gas and he's like did you no? eat indian food last <laughs> night batman? <laughs> pill and he's like no my name's not bill you, you, gotta you need a stomach acid pill because you ate too much indian food and you're about to shit your britches is that what's going on roberto get him the stomach acid pill he's having a stomach <laughs> acid attack <laughs> Caps. no cap yeah jason Todd says that a lot he's a pretty cool guy you want a capri sun batman oh we're more of a kool-aid family <laughs> <laughs> 
I ain't Kool-Aid. <laughs> you want Kool-Aid? Okay, three Kool-Aids coming up. We've only got cherry, is that all right? <laughs> no! So how the hell did the bullies not recognize the car as the Batmobile right away? They're, yeah. like, they're like, whose car is this? Uh, it's got bat wings on the back. Doesn't seem to be made by any auto manufacturer. It's got all these weapons and gadgets. I wonder whose car is this? That's the bat symbol on the steering wheel. <laughs> and and the old, wheels. And an old posh guy in the in video chat. <laughs> Hello, who are you? What are you doing? Where's Master Brewman? <laughs> I have no idea whose car this is. <laughs> it's Batman's car. You <laughs> <laughs> so Penguin's all judgmental of Sherman's home. He's like, reckon this place will like be much better for it. I'm like, dude, you live in the sewer. <laughs> yeah. Like, your home is full of piss and shit. Like, everyone in Gotham. I think, I think Penguin was projecting a little bit when he was, <laughs> yeah. when he was looking around and all that stuff. He was like, this is a nice suburban home. He was a bit jealous, so he was like, oh, this place is disgusting. Uh, so I thought it was really sad that this episode's big fight finale is Batman and Penguin in a sword fight where Batman is wielding a screwdriver <laughs> and he still wins the fight. Like, he's fighting Penguin with a screwdriver and still takes him down. Oh, there was one thing I didn't touch on. Uh, when Penguin's about to kill Batman, his style of choice is to have a spinner knife but instead of like putting it up to his throat to slice his throat or something like that, he aims it so that it's like spinny forward. So it's right. like like shoving his face directly like into a fan. The, <laughs> like the splat, like everyone would have just been absolutely covered with just just face mush. Like and you'd continue. never be able to identify him. They're like, now let's see who he is. And it's like, he was a big pile of goo the yeah. entire time. He was some guy. I don't know. <laughs> and a nose, I think. <laughs> <laughs> there was a really poorly drawn picture of the penguin uh, seen on the newspapers at the end where his monocle eye is this like giant black, like melted dot. Did you see how no. weird? His... It's usually like a little hook eye, like a little hook people. And then at the end, we have Sherman hanging his newspaper clippings on his basement wall. And he's now some kind of like boss detective and controls the bullies of the neighborhood and crime by the sounds of it. Like he's basically like a little mob boss. And he's just like, you go and do this. I'm going to go do this. We're, 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 we're solving crimes, but we might be doing crimes as mm. well. Like, I think that's what we're going to be doing. I like our story. I'd also have those two kids like be the, still as goons. And they're the one that like kidnap Batman somehow. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes. They're still his lackeys. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I think our story's great. It's uh, canon to me, but it's I've already read it yeah. in my head. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we created a horrible show. It's a terrible villain. <laughs> my greatest. No, you called him Sherwood. You're going to. That's his that's his insult name. His name is Sherman. Oh, Sherman. Yeah. Sherman Bates. Sherwood. Sherman Bates. Norman Bates. Sherman. Ooh, shit. Um, so at the very end, I think his mother's really just like this, like he's like, used, he took the penguin stuff and his mother has been drugged since in like a wheelchair that he like, <gasps> his, uh, and he's like, oh yeah, no, like he was always called in being like, oh no, she's, yep, she's looking after me and all this other stuff. Anyway, getting dark now, but that, that'd be, so that'd be really though. like fucked up thing that she's just been continuously imagine, drugged. Imagine being Batman and he's like, oh yeah, that one night <laughs> yeah. where I was in a kid's basement and now like he's a psycho and he's trying to kill me like what the fuck is going on he must God, have been so confused Gotham is a terrible place <laughs> there's vultures yeah. like what's going on i'm moving uh, to metropolis fuck this 
I did find it funny right at the end, though. We see Batman's legs can be seen outside the basement window. Oh, it makes no sense. Because it makes no sense. Anyone driving by is going to be like, is that fucking Batman? Is he having a wee up? against the wall? <laughs> but also, like... He's he peeping in through a window? He's supposed to be listening to them, but the position he'd be standing in is just like the end of the Blair Witch Project. Like, he's just up against the wall, like, <laughs> with his face on the wall. Why would you make it so only your feet are seen? Like, it's such a weird choice. It is. And it's also broad daylight, right? Like, mm. everyone can see Batman's just standing there in the daytime outside this house. I'd be like, I'm, what? Why is Batman? Gotham's a weird place. Gotham's a weird place. <laughs> That's our go-to when we can't explain it anymore. Gotham's a weird place. Damn, All Gotham, right. you crazy. <laughs> and that is the end of the episode next up bud do you know what episode we're reviewing next I, it's the joker one i hope it's not the joker one ah it it is heart of ice ah okay well that's a classic yes i'm looking forward to seeing that what was that i was singing i was i think i was about to sing the theme from the godfather <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was trying Mr. to freeze sing... his famous theme, the Godfather music. <laughs> Mr. Theme's theme is a bit Godfathery, though, because it's like. Bah, nah, nah, nah. Oh, yeah, it is similar to it now you yeah. mentioned that, yeah. Um, well, we will review Heart of Ice, but as every. Well, if you're a new listener, you may not notice this, but as a listener currently, you may have noticed that we're doing an episode review and then we're doing an interview with a special guest, then an episode review. So our next episode, because we have a number of guests that we've got lined up for loads of interviews coming up, which I'm really excited about. Our next ep episode will be an interview with a special guest, and then we will review Heart of Ice. And that's kind of how it's going to go. I think that Mr. Freeze will have to uh, voice cast him probably as Severus Snape, right? Just the way he speaks Ooh. with the pauses. Oh, I like that. I like Severus. What, are you talking about for our caped capers? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's great. <laughs> Hello. My name is... No, I can't do it. <laughs> I started with hello, and then I just lost it immediately. I will fight the Batman. <laughs> what? The Batman? The Batman. I am coming to fight the Batman. <laughs> he needs a capsule for his curry. <laughs> This shit's kicking in. <laughs> oh, well, you used to do that with Mr. Freeze. I even made a gif where it's like, I need a pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. I need a pool. Poops like frozen logs. Oh, that would be so painful. Oh, yeah, he'd be well, I don't think he eats. his up. <laughs> I don't think he eats, bud. It's not like How he's does he not like... eat? Well, he's not like, mmm, some hot piping baked beans before I go out and do a crime. Why did you choose hot piping baked beans <laughs> as your food of choice? Because, I don't know, I just thought, what's the opposite of Mr. Freeze? Because <laughs> so he gets really gassy and it goes in his suit. He's like, oh no, and it like goes up into his mask. The oxygen, it keeps recycling in my suit. It He's more, yours is more Alan Rickman from Die Hard now, yeah. like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm going to freeze you now. Um, I have a machine gun. Oh. Oh. 
So I very much look forward to watching Heart of Ice. But as I said, we'll have a guest interview next episode. Then we'll get on to Heart of Ice. Then a guest interview. And we'll keep on going that pattern until we run out of guests. Or we'll talk about other things like we want to review the toys from this series because we grew up with loads of the action figures and toys and play sets. So we'll kind of go in that pace and go along from there. Speaking of toys, have you seen some of the new Batman Lego sets that are coming out? No. They're doing another 87, 89 Batmobile, like a smaller one because of the Flash movie. And there's going to be a Lego Batcave set. And it's pretty dope. What? It costs like 500 bucks, but you get like the Batmobile, you get like a big Joker card and like there's loads of like fun things in it. Okay. I'm willing to accept that as my Christmas and birthday gift. $500. Yeah, I'm willing to accept that. My birthday and Christmas are very close together. I would happily accept that as a combo gift. Would you take a 20? (laughs) (laughs) But how about a Lego basement that you can put a Batman figure in? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get on to our first category and game, which is Riddle Me This, William. Focus! 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 But you'll still have to answer the riddle. I can't believe it's luck. Oh, darn. Now there's a riddle for you. A lucky guess, that's all. Now, now, no sore losers. (laughs) This is a game I play with my brother where I ask him several questions to make sure he's paying attention to the episode we're watching. Feel free to play along at home. Buddy, are you ready for question one? I am. Okay, question one. What is the name of the detective kit that Sherman purchases? And mentions uh, the young sev- detective's kit? Very close. What's another word for young? That's also a oh, also a level in high school. Junior. Correct. Junior detective is correct. Question two. What is the name of Penguin's vulture? It has a name. It does, and I thought you'd pick it up because you call your dog this sometimes. Babs? No, not Babs. Baboonam? Not Luna Daddy. Boo? No, you Baby say girl? Begins with Cute Sprog? Begins with an S. Sprog. That's close. Maybe you could do... Maybe it's Sprog I was thinking of and not this S word. Now I'm thinking about it. But um, what happens when you get... You, you don't get your fair share of something. You get the... Short end? Oh, it's close, but like you get, like, oh, I don't know how else to say this. Uh, it's also a place where it's like a junkyard or a. It's the mess. Shit house. <laughs> I'll just tell you, it's scrap. The name scrap. of his. Oh yeah, she's my uh, cheeky little scrap. What's that called? Yeah, okay. you say that. I thought you yeah. did. Okay, good. good yeah, I do good. call her scrap as well. She has a okay. hundred names. Yeah, I know she does. And the final question. She's very special. Yeah, I'm aware. I know. And I love her. Question three. When Penguin tells the kids to back away from the egg in the basement, he calls them what? He says, back away, you. Cunts. He's very very more eloquent. You little cunts. I thought you'd remember this because it's it's just such a weird thing to say. You buffoon. Bibbidi-bibbidi-bars. No, close. I mean, it is... um, the same letter starting in each word begins with an I, or I think it begins with an I. Mm. Yeah. In the selling. He calls them. He says, "Back away, you irksome imps." Yeah. 
Enough. Yeah, I just don't, I don't know if that would have stood out for you or not. Okay, well, you only got one right. <laughs> so, you suck. <laughs> Everyone make fun of him online. <laughs> At Robson Inc., you suck. I want that to start trending. You have to send that to me soon if you're going to type you suck at me, because if it comes in like months later, I'll be like, you fucking suck. <laughs> What what my what piece of my work did you no, like, actually you please don't do that because then you know people in the public eye would be like what did he do did you said let's do something wrong why does he suck yeah actually don't do yeah any of that. don't write you suck write you're cancelled that's what no you that's write. way worse <laughs> you're cancelled from a, playing an, the quiz game call me an irk and an im there you go yeah call him an irks and im that's right good yeah just at Robson Inc you irks and im yeah. That, 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 that's great then I know exactly what you're talking about amazing then you suck or you're cancelled <laughs> good grief alright we'll go into our final game of the day which is Ace the Bat Sound oh this is a game where we're now playing with you, the listener, and no longer with my brother here, because let's face it, he doesn't know as many themes as probably you guys do, and it's way more fun to include you guys. Also, go check us out on TikTok and Instagram, where I've made a version of this game that you can play along on social media, which has been great and a lot of fun. Okay, last week I played this theme. If you haven't got an idea yet, here's a voice clip from that episode. In any event, I've made your favourite French onion soup. And when you let it get cold this time, note that it's in a microwavable crock. Crock. Alfred, you're beautiful. Imagine if I'd gotten round to telling him about the salad. Alright, if you haven't gotten it by now, just going to tell you, it is Killer Crock. So if you didn't know that, I'm sorry, but if you did, well done. It's an interesting theme. It's not one that's well known, so it's real tricky. And for next week's character, here is the theme tune. I will play that next week and again playing a voice clip and you'll have to tell me who is the character and let me know how you guys did. If you're doing well in these games, you can always at BatmanTASPod on socials or email us at BatmanTASPod at gmail.com. Yeah, or comment, comment uh, your answer on the podcast itself. Or comment the answer on the podcast itself. That's a very good idea, bud. You're full of good ideas. Okay, let's get into our final category, which is You've Got Mail. Oh, by the way, this came for you an hour ago by messenger you've got mail 
Thank you, Alfred. Okay, this has been written in by Angel Nazario on YouTube. Angel has said, I met Diane Pershing today. Such oh. a such a wonderful person. I told her that I loved her interview on this podcast, and she said she loved it as well. So wow. he said, yeah, which is really nice. Thank you, Angel. And he said, keep these awesome interviews coming, guys. We we fans really appreciate them. Well, that's well, very thank nice. Thank you very much. It is really nice. Um, Kappa Kiev on YouTube has said, no way. You guys are from Bergen County, too. We've got a Bergen County listener in the house. Whoop, Went away whoop. from. Hope you're enjoying those delicious bagels. Is Steins still a thing? <laughs> well, Bergen County's a big place. Like, Steins was in one Steins, particular... like, they used to, like, do some catering at our middle schools. I think they were pretty big, and I think there's a couple Did of they? them. Oh, shit, okay. Oh, I just want a Steins BLTT right now. Americans know how to make a sandwich. They put so much meat in their sandwiches. Like It's insane. I, I know. Every time my wife sees a sandwich online, she's like, that's ridiculous. She's like, that is two weeks worth of meat in one sandwich. I'm like, I know, baby. <laughs> so much, you don't know, baby. You don't like, know. I always put like two slices of turkey in my sandwich and like two slices of salami. But in America, it's like 10 or 20, baby. Oh, mama, you eat that all over again. We're fat guys, and I'm, I haven't eaten lunch yet. <laughs> well, you would eat that lunch, and then like three hours later, you'd have a big old dinner. It's like, how? How did we find room to fit that all well, in our tummies? We both got very fat. We both got very fat. That's and true. Now, and now I eat a lot less, and I'm still getting fat. And that's just... So Stein's bagel is responsible for yeah. us overeating. <laughs> that's right. God damn you, Stein! <laughs> <laughs> uh then we've got an email from will ambers will has said love the podcast you guys are amazing and it's been something that i've loved to listen to each week so thank you very much i've also got a question for you both besides mark hamill's joker who gives your favorite villain performance in the animated series Ooh, that is a good question I do, I, it's the perfect two-face for me it's richard mole yeah it's just the, yeah i think it's the best version there's ever been of two-face Okay, yeah, I can see that. I agree with that. I mean, really, really good. Who stands out for me? I mean, oh, it's a great Riddler as well. Very good Riddler. You're right. Um, oh, who do I love though? Every time I see them come on screen, I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I love, I love what you're doing. Besides the Joker, I got to think of episodes like Trial or Almost Got Him. I really do like Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn though, as well. Like. Her being and Diane Pershing is Poison Ivy is another yeah, absolute solid yeah. one. Yeah. God, this is tough. This is a tough question. Um, ooh, I would have to say at the end of the day, my mind keeps on going to Harley Quinn. I think Arlene it's a, Sorkin... It's a great choice. She steals yeah. every scene she's in. She does. And as the show goes on and she's given more airtime, she is brilliant. So yeah, Arlene Sorkin is Harley Quinn. And Harley Quinn are our answers. Yep. Um, and we've got tons of comments on Instagram and TikTok on my guest, the character from the music game. So thank you for everyone commenting your uh, answers on there and helping those videos grow in popularity. And if you want to contact us again, you can do that by emailing Batman taspod at gmail.com. That's Batman taspod at gmail.com. Or you can reach us at Batman taspod on the socials. And please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever you're listening to us on right now. All right, bud, before we jet off, we always talk about what is filling our holes. What has filled your holes this week? Um, well, it's Tuesday, so yesterday I spent the day, which is like Monday's my favorite day for content. It's New Succession and New Barry Day. HBO is slapping it. Both great shows. 
Um, and I've been enjoying the shit out of them. So yeah, it's really doing that. I watched Shawshank Redemption with my wife. She's never seen it. She enjoyed it. She said it was very good and they don't really make movies that have satisfying conclusions like this movie had anymore. And I thought that was very true. Everything flows well and stuff. I always forget that that's a Frank Darabont movie who obviously was the first showrunner for The Walking Dead, which is a show me and my wife very much enjoy. So you could still see the vibe in there. So he definitely... yeah. I didn't even realize like Frank Darabont has like a vibe, but he definitely does. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, it's a great film. I mean, I that was the film I watched when I moved back to England. And you know what's crazy? Actually, the moment I said that, do you know what today is? The day of recording. Well, the day it of... was nine years ago that I flew back to the UK and moved back here. So nine years well, ago, I'm on the plane watching Shawshank Redemption and drinking rum and cokes on the plane, moving back to england that's crazy i was in the recording studio with my band at the time i remember that oh were you when i go home my brother's gonna be there it's so weird that's bonkers that's right because i remember coming home and you weren't home yet yeah Mm. um yeah it's a great film it really is it's just it's there's a reason that so many people love it because it just flows so well shawshank redemption and just has so much to offer and give i love it it's good stuff um anything else that's filling your holes what's going in your holes but what's actually going in there describe it in detail <laughs> it's wet and sticky and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm still like on a big zombie kick ever since launching my kickstarter and stuff and then resident Evil 4 came out last of us was disappointing for me personally but i've uh yeah i'm just i've been trying to find some more zombie content and and just i've just been watching people play old resident evil games on youtube so nothing to report there but i know what you want to do you want to talk about succession yes i do um i will mention up top before we get into our succession chat i watched i am legend with my partner last okay, night why <laughs> well i have always liked that film i've always thought it was pretty i mean the cg on the the zombie whatever they are is is always a bit weird but i've not my I, I didn't mind the film and it did a lot of things that other zombie or apocalypse films weren't doing at the time like it was one of the ones to like show what it was like like being the only person in new york and like what that would look like and surviving in day-to-day and his relationship with the with the dog is incredible but i i was very sneaky in how i pitched this yeah how did you so, show your partner who is obsessed with your dog a movie where a guy snaps his own dog in a bathtub well it's not in the bathtub but i, I can see why you're confusing that because they are in a bathtub right. at one point but yeah they're in the lab um I well, I knew it was coming, but also, I she likes these types of stories, like the survivor apocalypse things. But so really? all I we, did. That's my jam. How have I never talked to her about this? Because she doesn't mind the zombie element, but she'd rather see like the more realistic stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what would it look like being yeah, on your own? And... I like all of that too. Like, that's not just zombies for me. Survival stories are my favorite things ever. I mean, I, I loved Lost. I used to. Okay, well, you've got some great chat to have with her when we see you this coming weekend. Bear Grylls, The Island Show is what made me a vegetarian for five years because I watched them kill that cute little piglet. Oh, God, I can't even think of that. I was become a vegetarian. <laughs> you're going to become a vegetarian um, again? Yeah. Go down to your wife and you're like, it's happened, I'm a vegetarian again. Um, and she's like making you a bacon sandwich. <laughs> sounds nice. I haven't had my lunch yet. <laughs> so, yeah, I not to go, I, you can chat with her about all that stuff, but 
I pitch, I, I did a sneaky pitch, right? Because oh, we why were looking are you sneaky for some... pitching this movie. It's not a good movie. Because I wanted to see it again, and I do think it's a good movie. The, I, I oh, like it. The original with Vincent Price is one of my favorite like survival movies of all time with a great I twist know, ending. I know, and it's so I good. Know. The Last but Man I on like... Earth, go see it, everybody. It's such an underrated old school movie. Uh, I liked this version when you know when it came out, and I wanted to see it again because I enjoy a lot of elements, and I did enjoy it this time around again too, and so did she. But I wasn't like, "Hey, do you want to watch this movie where there's Will Smith trying to survive, and there's zombies, and also he's got a dog, and the dog dies?" Because if I said it like that, she'd be like, "Fuck no, fuck you." So all I did was we were looking through movies, and I went across I Am Legend, and I just held on it a bit longer than normal, and she's like, "What's that?" Because she likes Will Smith. And I was like, oh, it's this movie that came out. I've only seen it once, actually, which was a lie. I've seen it multiple times. I was like, I've only seen it once. I enjoyed it. Um, and the description was, um, the last man on Earth tries to survive in New York City after a virus wipes out the whole Earth. Nothing about like zombies or anything like that. She's like, that sounds good. Let's watch that. And I was like, all right. And she's like, there's a dog in it. And I was like, yeah. She's like, all right. And then we sit down. You're me like, knowing. like, And what? about two minutes in, she's like, there's no way that you would like this movie or or watch this if the dog dies because you hate when they kill the dog. And I was like, yeah, I do hate when they kill the dog. And she's like, so the dog's going to be all right, right? And I was like, who's to say? And she's like, fuck you. And then about 20 minutes in, she's like, this is a zombie. Do you backdoor zombie me? I was like, I backdoor zombie you, bitch. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> she's like, well, now I want to watch it. But I didn't know this was a zombie movie and the dog dies. Fuck you! Yeah, it's not it's a good funny. movie, but I do not like that movie. Terrible CGI. I like I like a and lot of elements in the movie. It's not which great. Which ending it's not did you watch? So the ending that we watched is where he sacrifices himself, not where he survives, mm -hmm. which is the better ending for sure. And I think that's been retconned as the ending now. Like the original ending is now like the alternative one that no one shows okay. because it makes way more sense for him to sacrifice himself than to live on. So, Do you want me to tell you the plot quickly of the original? Because I know you're never going to watch that movie. Sure. I mean, we're wasting precious succession time. But okay, sure. but I would say it quickly. This is why I like this movie so much. Because it's Vincent Price. He's the only person live on planet Earth. And at night, all of these people come out that are like, they're not zombies, they're not vampires. They're just like people. Across. And they're all trying to break into his house. And But he they, they talk to him. They know him. They're like... Come on, I don't know what his name is in it, but Vince, come on, open the door. Just become one of us. Like it's it's fine. Like you're gonna be okay. And he's like he's trying to drown them out and stuff. And then <coughs> excuse me. And then what he does during the day is he goes out and he finds out where all these fucking vampires are hiding since they can't be out during the day, and he kills those motherfuckers. He goes in while they're sleeping and he stabs them all to fucking death. And it's so awesome. And then Eventually, he sees like another live human being, and they get to talking, and they uh, realize that he hasn't been killing the vampires. He's been killing the only survivors left on Earth. What? And the person that um, were. Why wouldn't they say we're survivors? No, no. The people outside, those are vampire things. Oh, I see. But he's been accidentally going in, seeing people sleeping, like, oh, you're vampire people. I'm guns to kill all of you. Oh my god, that's and crazy. The lady that he picked up was actually part of that squad of like, oh, they're all coming to kill you. Like they they know who you oh, are. Oh wow. And it's it's great. It's so good. Like it was a twist where I was like, oh my god. And sure, it's a dated movie. 
you know, it's literally like a guy with like a bit of black smudge under his eyes. Like, I'm a vampire zombie. Come on, Greg, let me in your house. Like, <laughs> his, his name went from Vince to Greg. <laughs> but it's not even got that much of a budget where they can write properly, keep the names correct. Something about that movie, man. The twist, I completely caught me off guard and I thought it was awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I really like that twist. Well, I probably will never see it. So I'm glad you told me. And anybody that was going to see it, Sorry, it's about like I'll... 60 years old now. Yeah. Oh, it's older than that, I think. <laughs> um, okay, let's break into some two some succession. <laughs> so, anyone that hasn't watched it and is thinking about watching it, then just turn the episode off now because we're going to talk succession and then that's the end of the episode. Um, now, where are you so right. I know not to spoil anything? Okay, so I am... I am literally in the middle of season three now, and I've reached a point where season three, where where did I leave them? Um, they've just heard that uh, they're probably not going to go to jail. So Tom is like super excited. He goes in and flips Greg's desk over and he's like, has yeah. a big old freak. Two of my favorite characters, Greg and, and Tom, are just so great together. They're like Pinky in the Brain. They really are. It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. They're amazing. Um Greg is real pinky, actually. He's like, Snarf, <laughs> what are we doing today, Tom? You know what's, you know what's fun is, because uh, you know how he, uh, he stumbles and he can't find the, the right yes. words and all that. Um, the way he does that is the actor does, like, uh, math in his head while he's speaking. So wow. that when he's trying to get, like, a sentence out, it's like, he's going, like, 27 times 9. He's like, uh, and he's, like, trying to figure out what wow. it is, which I think is awesome. That's really clever. That's really I love stuff like that. Um, yeah, they're they're all such great uh, characters and well acted and and such. So they've ju- I've just literally I don't know where I am because I had to stop in the middle of an episode before I started doing this podcast. But the last episode is where they were picking the president of the United States. Yeah. Where they were and that's just crazy. And I love how Kendall invites Tom and he's like, "Come over to my side, buddy. You won't go to jail." And Tom goes. I've seen you get fucked so many times and I've never seen Logan get fucked once. And he starts walking away and he's like, do you know what they're doing right now? They're in a room picking the next president of the United States. And that's when I was like, Kendall, you're done for me. You can't compete. You're you're like in minor league baseball right now. And these are the fucking big leagues. These guys are hitting home runs over them fucking stands every single time and you even you ain't even done a home run yet you don't even know what that's like well i'm all up to date obviously um but i started re-watching the series and i never realized how much it was pretty much kendall was going to take over the company in episode one like it was all done and brian cox was just about to retire logan paul um and then all he did was he just saw forbes magazine with his son on it and it said like wonder kid or whatever it was and that was it. He was like, that was it, fuck yeah. this guy. And, I, yeah. and it's so funny to me. It's like, you create media, you create stories, and they work on you still, even though like yeah, you know they're pure so fabrications. That, it's you know, like me when I worked in marketing, and then it's what me and my wife said, worked on me. You said, like, yeah, you you a classic example of like someone who worked in advertising, and then like you see like an advert for a new shoes, you're like, I gotta get those shoes! Because <laughs> yeah, they told me it's to. It's the same with Logan. And it's just so interesting yeah. that so many people... Well, like, even, like, at the beginning, like, Roman was like, congratulations, you're going to be CEO. Same with Shiv. Like, everyone was cool with Kendall becoming CEO. That was the plan. And the moment, and then uh, Logan, like, I totally forgot, like, Logan was like, hmm, well, maybe I can try and make 
Roman COO and he fires Frank. And then he's in like helicopter with them and they're like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work out. And that's when he has his first like little accident thing. I was like, dad, there was a point when all of them, like the, the fat dad was going to give them like the whole fucking company. Yeah. And it's just deteriorated and deteriorated. This He's just so stubborn. Like he refuses to die, that man. I fucking love it. It's mental when he had the UTI as well and like almost fucked the deal and like that private jet thing where he's just like, fuck him. And they're like, well, he's he's dead. He's 10 moves ahead. Like he must know what he's doing when really he's got a UTI. He's po- his mind's poisoned. He thinks there's a dead cat under his chair and he's like, get the dead cat out of here. And, and one of my his favorite daughter, lines. He thinks his daughter is his old wife as well. His old wife. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines is when Kendall comes into that situation and he sees a guy running past with a bag and he's like, what the fuck is that? And Roman goes, it's an imaginary cat. Like, move on. You know, like he just I love how he's just telling him exactly what's happening, but he's acting like it's not a big deal at all. It's so well done. It, I see all of the hype. Like, I get it. I feel like, I don't know, I've like ne- not seen the light. And now I'm just like, <laughs> yay, my brothers, I will join you in the waters yeah. of succession. It's so fucking good. It's such a well-written so drama. Uh, the characters are so dynamic and interesting. And also there's a, another thing that happens in the show that I love. Um, have you seen Kendall's birthday party yet? Uh, I think that's the episode I'm on where he's at the beginning He's practicing a song, yeah, and and he's like, "Was that too much?" Right, I won't, I won't, I, I won't spoil anything. But um, there's something this show does is they subtly take these kids of Logan and they put them secretly in scenarios that children are usually in. Like you'll notice that, uh, for instance, at the beginning of season three, uh, when they secretly go to Kendall's house uh, and the donuts arrive, yes, they're all arguing in one of his children's bedrooms. Wow. And like later on, you'll see them like they'll be in all like if you pay attention, you can find that when all the children bicker, they're always bickering in like uh, a children's adult version of like a treehouse or like or just like this, that and the other way. You're like and no one no one talks about this This is like pure film school shit in my head. But I'm like, I see what you're doing, motherfucker. Right. These are you're you're showing that these are fucking children like and they're just arguing in all these senses. And I love shit like that. It's just those subtle things that you just add to a story that builds up to be something truly, truly amazing. Yeah. And Kendall, you know, like at first I didn't like him at all as a character. Then I was like, hell yeah, Kendall. Like when he announced like my dad's the one that's poisoned us all. And like he knew and he's a tyrant and blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck yeah, bring him down. You're a killer. Like you're exactly what your dad said. You weren't, you show him. But now in season three, he's just like, he's showing his true nature of just being like, I want to be a publicity stunt without any real like voice or any sort of substance yeah. to it. And he just wants to like, he's Captain Buzzword. His... That's, that's who Kendall is. He absolutely. And, it, and it's true. He just like steam, any steamrolls conversations where he's just oh. like, you're the smartest person in the room. And then he just fucking steamrolls them because he thinks he knows better. Because when, when he's Kendall's been steamrolled on top, his whole life. Yeah. When Kendall's on top, it's really painful to watch because he's so cringy and he thinks mm. that he's in touch. Like that's the best thing about all these characters. Like, Kendall to me is like he's not actually a bad businessman, but the problem is, is he's so buzzworthy and he he grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth, so he doesn't truly understand how the business works, and none of the children truly understand how the world works. I mean, their old, no. oldest brother is the funniest to me, 
because he has zero idea how the world works at all. And he wants running, to be president, running for president. Oh my god, it's just absolutely. And he he acts like he's always like, oh yeah, I know what goes on behind like the silver workings and all this stuff. And he has no clue. Shiv is just an absolute disaster that cannot face any of her emotions at all, and mm, she's mm, always mm. constantly doing things that the opposite to her family, like teaming up with that other guy that was running for president and stuff. And she's always sitting on the fence, keeping everything completely open. So she's dangerous that way. And then Roman to me, I think is actually the most like Logan Roy and he's growing more into being more like Logan Roy every single time an episode passes, but he is plagued by his emotions of just thinking too quickly. And he, and he never wanted this life. He never wanted to be no. this guy. And it's, you know, I was rewatching the first episode. He walks in, he's like, oh, business people, hmm, taking things seriously. And now, right. he's, now he's like, you know, trying to become one of the top people. That. Yeah, it's yeah, very interesting. Right. Anyway, I, I nearly spoiled something major right there, so I'm going to stop talking and we'll move on. Yes, don't. Yeah, okay. Um, and we'll move on anyway, because for those that have watched all of yeah, this... How many people in this book is like, I don't watch yeah. this fucking show, shut <laughs> yeah. up! Well, they probably turned it off by now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Succession is great. Uh, if you've somehow listened to this and not watched it, well, there's been some things that have ruined, but I highly recommend. Yeah. It's such a great show. And the score I was on the well. fence. All the music. And the score is... Yeah. It's so oh, it's so great. And I was on the fence for a while... I just didn't see the hype, but I got through some of the episodes that I thought were a bit slow, but that's like any show that starts out. And then once the juice fucking hits, it's hundred percent pulp, baby. That's pure <laughs> juice. I love it. Um, all right. Is there anything you want to add before we jet off? Go watch succession. Go watch succession. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Um, and go watch Batman, the animated series. Like I've always wanted to say this, like, you know, there's some people that are watching it for the first time and listening to our episodes, which is awesome. I think that's great. But if you've seen the show and we're reviewing episodes, like, I think it's best just go watch that episode before listening to the podcast, if you can, because we don't break it down scene for scene. You know what I mean? We just talk about the things that we like, didn't like, make fun of and such. But yeah, go watch that episode. So then, you know, if we're picking out something that's kind of obscure, you don't remember, you will if you watch the episode. That's all I'm saying. I think you should go watch it. And watch Barry as well. That too is a good show. And watch Barry. Yeah, that's also a great show. All right. Well, that's all the time we've got for this week. Join us next time while we'll continue talking all things Batman, the animated series. Until then, I've been Alex Robson. I've been Will Robson. And remember that we are vengeance. We are the night. We are a podcast. Yeah. Doodles. <laughs> Keep Batman in your basement, basement. Keep yeah. Batman in your basement, basement. Come on! <laughs> now I know you'll be loving this basement right here. <laughs> <laughs> Me and this chick in this basement right here. <laughs> she wants to call the police all the damn time. <laughs> I know we the gotta... last sentence didn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta protect Batman's identity. And we gotta be scared because the penguin's coming, ain't he? Mm. Oh, yeah. You nailed it as good as Fred Durst would nail it. I got a backwards hat on right now. <laughs> I was Fred uh, Durst for Halloween once. I am a child and an object of the 90s. I, me and my friend, we won a Halloween costume contest in middle school because it was like a tag team thing for some reason. And he was Cisco and I was Fred Durst. So that shows the times. Wow. He dyed his hair silver and I basically just borrowed your wardrobe 
uh, to make myself red dust. <laughs> and I don't, know, sense. I don't know if you remember, but you drew like his tattoos on me, and you even drew like the little underlip soul Whoa, patch. Oh, you just talking about the soul patch has totally yeah. reminded me. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah, I drew this like little black triangle in like felt tip pen, right? Like magic marker. It, it was two thousand one or two thousand two or something like that. I think there's a picture of you in the driveway as Fred Durst, like in a pose, like yeah, I'm cool. I think that's just you and your, as I said, regular clothes. <laughs> <Just> everyday life. <laughs> I had that great picture of you, oh, when you're just the absolute Chad bro like child with your you have Oakley sunglasses on, a oh, back yeah. a backwards Fred Durst cap. And you're just like sucking on like the tiniest little lollipop, and it's just the funniest picture. And what's so out of place is I'm in Africa. Yeah, you're right? in Africa. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm there. I'm trying to like immerse myself in safaris and like all of this privilege that we had as children. Yeah, I'm like, ah. but I'm gonna do it in style. And I remember uh, the hot dog flavored water, chocolate starfish, whatever the hell the the album t- title was. I remember that came out right before I went to Africa. So here I am bombing down the Serengeti, like, keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> like, that's the <laughs> least favorite music ever for that scenario. But yeah. for me at the time, it was. Ah, days. Ah, we just when our family had lots of money and they wanted to spend it. Ah. ah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, let's just keep on living up our childhood and our past so we review an episode of Batman. Yeah, I'm not worried about paying my month's bills this month. Let's do it. <laughs> I might have to move into this basement soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the rent in this Batman and basement? <laughs> they bring Batman down and you're there like, do you mind? <laughs> Find your own spot. <laughs>